Welcome to SNAP, survivors of narcissistic and abusive personalities. This educational recovery podcast is presented by Claremont Mental Health and Mandy Friedman, licensed professional clinical counsellor. This presentation contains vital information for survivors of abuse. Topics include the spectrum of abusive personalities, targets of abuse, abusive relationships, and survivors in recovery. We hope this information helps you gain solid footing and clarity as you navigate your road to recovery. Good morning. It's Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. Good morning to survivors of narcissistic and abusive personalities. Today, the day before Thanksgiving and the day before the hell really begins for the holiday season for a lot of people, I wanted to offer to you some tactics and strategies that you can use uh, to help yourself navigate toxic and manipulative people and circumstances uh, over the holiday weekend, if you need to. Um, And, you know, I'm sure you've already heard about the two uh, techniques that we're going to focus on, which is gray rock and no contact. Um, So those are the two basic uh, techniques that we start with and use um, when it comes to dealing with manipulative, toxic, and abusive, exploitative personalities. Now, you know, before we get started with this, I want to point out that there's two different types of of toxic um, situations that can go on here. In some cases, you have been traumatized by the people, circumstances, or the places involved in where you're about to head for the holidays. So there might be a person there. Perhaps the house that you go to is reminiscent of something Perhaps Christmas itself is traumatic for you for some reason. Um, There's a lot of different reasons why you will be triggered because of trauma related to um, the holidays or just being around these people or being in the presence of perhaps an environment that can be triggering for you. So that's when you've endured trauma, right? Um, In other situations, it's purely just that the people are draining right? And that perhaps they're toxic to us because they don't share our worldview or because um, they're a wreck and we're trying to clean up our lives. Um, It could be that they ask too much of us. It could be that no matter what you do, it's never enough. There's a bunch of different reasons why a particular group or person or place can be draining. Excuse me. Also, if you're an introvert, like I am, that means that when you're being social and you're around groups of people, it's just like draining you, right? And you just, you're tired um, because you're out and about having to put your face on with people. Um, So just keep in mind that it's just draining in general if you're someone who's not extroverted. Uh, So here's a couple of examples. Um, So no, let me go back. So the, the reason that I'm pointing out that there's two different things going on here. One is a trauma situation. The other is it's just draining to you, right? If it's a trauma situation, that's going to be something that's hardwired in your amygdala. So your amygdala is firing off because it's recognizing things that remind remind your brain of a threat or of danger. 
Um, and a lot of times your amygdala is correct. So if there's someone there who really did traumatize you and you're feeling very triggered by being there, you should be. There's nothing wrong with you. That means your brain's working accurately. Uh, it's just important to keep in mind that as, you're, as you are feeling triggered, that that's not an indicator that you're broken or that there's something wrong with you. It means that something bad happened and your body remembers and now you're being exposed to something that's reminiscent of that trauma and that that's okay. That's just how it works. That's how our brains work. Okay. All right. So um, since it's the holiday season, uh, we need to talk about these techniques and so they can be helpful in dealing with the toxic people. Gray rock sounds like, or, or no contact sounds like what it is. It's no contact. Um, and some of you are already no contact, and maybe it's the first time you're no contact for the holidays. If you are no contact and it's your first time, or if it's not your first time, I mean, it just feels crappy. Um, but do some things that are nice. Be extra nice to yourself, right, while you're no contact with friends and family um, for the holidays. Just do some extra nice things for yourself. Take care of yourself. Try to rest more as best you can. Um, choose the simpler, easier options. Don't take on more responsibilities. And just show yourself some real love and nurturing, okay? Um, know that no contact is what's best for you. You made the decision when you were in your logical, rational mind to um, cut ties and go no contact with someone who harms you and who does not respect your boundaries. And it's okay to be no contact. It's what you're doing because it's best for you, right? If you're feeling guilty, just know that that's how it feels. Our feelings of guilt are not an indicator that we've made a wrong choice or that we're doing something wrong. We just feel guilty because we've been programmed to feel guilty when we set boundaries. Um, and it sucks to not be able to have the people that you would really like to have in your life in this sort of intimate way, sharing holidays and traditions and them not acting like a bunch of assholes. You would prefer that everyone gets along and that we treat each other nice and with respect. That's what you would really want. But that's not the life that we're living right now. That's not reality. So unfortunately, you've been placed in the position of having to go no contact. That's not something you ever wanted to do. Um, but it's what you're doing because it's what you need to have peace of mind and to feel safe in your life, okay? So just remember that, that you're making the right choice and that the guilt feelings are just how it feels. Um, so for those of you that are no contact, hold the line, hold the line, hold the line this Christmas and in, the, in this holiday season, okay? Hold the line. Guilt does not mean you're doing something wrong. It's just that's how it feels. Okay, so with gray rock, gray rock means benign and neutral, meaning we want to blend into the background. We want to go stealth mode, right? We want to just sort of fade into the scenery and not be noticed. And then when we do have interaction, we want to be um, avoiding conflict at all costs, and we don't take the bait. Um, so another thing we can do with Gray Rock is we can redirect right? So you sort of do this like stick and move strategy in conversation. Um, if someone is starting to head down a road of a topic you don't want to discuss, you can say one comment about it that's neutral and then, you know, change the subject to something possibly less dangerous. <laughs> um, so for example, 
uh, I'm trying to think, could be, so when are you and your husband going to have kids? When are you guys, when are you going to bring, have a baby for us to play with? Are we going to have a baby here next year for Christmas? I'm not sure. I don't know. Where are the grandkids anywhere? Where are the kids? Where are they downstairs playing? I'm going to go down and say hi to them. You know, so you just sort of take the subject and go in a different direction with the subject. Um, or something like, I don't know, I heard so-and-so's pregnant. You know, have you talked to her lately? You just change the subject and you do it in a kind and warm way. But you don't have to talk about things that you don't want to talk about. And you know when someone's just being nosy. You know when they're just trying to be critical, but they do it with this sort of air of getting to know you. Um, it, it, you know when that's happening and you don't have to participate in it, but you also don't have to be a jerk about it either. You can still be kind and still be warm, um, but set those verbal boundaries and redirect. Um, let's see. You know, one of the reason why we have reasons why we have to go no contact in Grey Rock is because a lot of manipulative people, they're like stray cats. You know, you feed them once and they just keep coming back. You give them an inch and they take a mile. And, and people don't understand that, you know, when you're dealing with someone. It's just a nonstop stream of neediness. And no matter what you do, that black hole just never seems to get smaller, right? In a lot of cases, it just gets bigger. Hi, Gary. Hi, Emily. Felix. Wink, wink. Good to see you guys. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So they're like a stray cat. And so you need to remember that when you're when you're gray rock and, and no contact, we're warm and we're kind, but we're also not going to negotiate the line. We hold the line and we're not negotiating the line. And it's because they don't recognize boundaries. And in fact, they see them as a challenge. Oh, oh, you told me no, huh? Well, let's see how long that lasts. And then that they are challenged now to get you to soften or um, abandon your boundaries that you're setting. So they are strategic opportunists, okay, which means you've got to become more strategic as well. And so these are the things that I'm, I'm trying to share with you is just the strategies that you can use and also to give yourself permission. It's okay to use that emotional shielding and to not walk into the scenario feeling vulnerable. Um, think of it like you're putting your business pants on and we're going in for a business meeting, right, um, before you walk into the family gathering. Um, so here's some, some more concrete tips. I'm sort of jumping around a little bit here, but let's see. Okay, so you want to come prepared with some benign topics. Go ahead and think about benign topics, neutral topics that you can use to redirect towards. And it could be about family members. It could be about, oh, so-and-so moved into a new house or, you know, um, it could be something like, you know, Nine Mile opened up the, the road, right? Here where we live, there's been a road that's been closed down to replace a bridge now for a while. And um, so you could talk about how the roads are opened up, or you can talk about the weather. Um, you can talk about sports. Go ahead and pick some benign and neutral topics that you're going to bring into the scenario and utilize to direct um, the conversation away from things that are conflict-oriented. You can also say this, I don't feel comfortable talking about that right now. Duh, <laughs> right? Did you know you could just say that? You say it in just a really nice way. And a lot of times people feel like, oh, oh, 
okay, well, we won't talk about that then, you know, and maybe they'll get all sort of like, well, you know, or they might be like, oh, I'm so sorry. And, but in either case, you don't have to talk about things you don't want to talk about. Somebody can say, oh, I heard you dropped out of college. And you can say, yeah, and I don't really feel like talking about that right now. I'm not comfortable talking about it right now. Did you go to college? <laughs> Did you graduate? Really? What was your major? Okay. So you sort of, uh, you're using this like verbal and mental Aikido or Judo where they're coming at you with something and then you're processing it in a neutral benign way. And then you're passing it back to them um, and putting it back in their lap to carry the conversation. But you're in a way controlling the topic. Um, here are things, other things you can do um, aside from redirecting would be go to the bathroom a lot. <sighs> I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be back. Go to the bathroom, wash some, wash your face with some cold water, sit in there for a minute, play on your phone, you know, buy yourself some time, chill out, and then come back out from the bathroom if you can. Another thing you can do is go do the dishes, help clean up, um, you know, put yourself to work and get busy. And that can help too. Another one is find where the children are and go play with the children. They love to have an adult come down to their level and play with them on a holiday. In fact, I have a lot of good memories of family members who spent time with me on holidays and played and we had a good time. So, you know, be strategic. You have to be strategic. Don't walk in there, you know, with your chest cavity open, vulnerable, and hoping to make these important connections that the holiday will make people more malleable to, um, to those emotional connections. They're not necessarily thinking along those lines. They're thinking along the lines of performance, um, opportunity, strategy, gossip, um, also sort of like recalibrating power dynamics um, of who's the best at things or who's doing better in life, right? Um, a lot of people just show their face to show how successful they are and to let you know that they're successful. Um, so there's a lot of reasons that why people, um, you know, enter into those scenarios. One is obligation because it's tradition and we're expected to be there. But another is because they're jockeying for a position of some sort, right? Or in some cases, it's to uh, maintain the status of making sure that you're the black sheep, he's the golden child, um, she's the uh, the peacemaker, right? So in those those sick and dysfunctional family systems, everyone has a role. And so you got to make sure everyone's there so they can play their role. Um, so that's another thing that goes on. But you don't have to participate in that crap. And that's okay if you don't. You can, you know, put bookends like we talked about before, where you're only going to be there for two hours, or you, you know, you decide you're not going to be there for the full event the whole day. It's okay to say, I'll be there from two to four and you're there from two to four. But remember that no matter what the boundaries are that you set or the mode or the plan that you make, um, stick to it, hold the line, hold the line, and just sit in those icky feelings because it does, it feels icky, right? It just does. So you just have to sit in those feelings and know that this is how it feels and show yourself some love, some compassion, okay? have some love for yourself and nurture yourself the way they never did, the way they don't, and give that to yourself. And that can help you feel better um, and come out of those icky feelings.
Anyhow, I hope that everybody has a really great day tomorrow. Um, do what you need to do. Do what you need to do to have a peaceful, happy day, uh, the, the least amount of stress that you can, you know, I don't know, sometimes it's hard to avoid, but, um, you know, just try to uh, use stress reducing strategies for yourself so that you're not feeling so keyed up um, and try to get a good night's sleep if you can. All right. And happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I guess I will talk to you next week. Bye. If you like this podcast, subscribe and leave us a review. Find Mandy Friedman, LPCC, CCDVC on YouTube and Facebook. Join the SNAP Survivors of Narcissistic and Abusive Personalities Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at The Official Snap. Thanks for listening.